And welcome back to day four of seven days to a transformed prayer life. We have been journeying through the story of King Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah and asking God to help us identify principles from within this story to help us grow or to have a transformed life with prayer. And really what we're asking is, God, help us to develop a greater intimacy with you. Help us to develop a greater sense of trust and love uh, for you and to be with you uh, at all times. And this is what prayer is. It's a guide to help us get closer to God. It's, it's, it's communication with God, right? It's being in intimate moments with him. And so one of the things that um, I know a lot of guys enjoy uh, are sports. I enjoy sports and I know just from talking to a lot of you guys in conversations that so, so many of us love sports. I love watching sports. I love playing sports. I love coaching sports. I love talking about sports. And I'm on the podcast right now, even with you talking about sports. But, you know, sometimes we can make life with Jesus uh, kind of like a solo adventure. You know, and if you think of it uh, in sports terminology, we think of maybe like a track sport uh, where you have an individual athlete competing against the clock and uh, you know they're, they're they're out there racing and there are other people that are racing against them and you might even have uh, like relay races but it's not really a team based sport it is really a solo activity that you would do or solo sport well walking with Jesus and certainly prayer is not like that um, it's not like the track event it's more of like a team sport and then you have team sports like football and in football you have a team and so you you know you learn to rely on other players for victory but in football you have very specialized roles right the the offense uh, the offensive team or the defensive team the special teams the the quarterback the running back and there, there are very specialized roles within uh within the sport of football prayer is not like that either because we can often uh, times find us uh you know thinking well, that person, they have the gift for prayer, or they have a gift of intercession, and they have a gift for praying this way. I don't have that gift, so I'm just going to rely on that person to pray this kind of way. But prayer is more like, I'd say, like a basketball team where there are roles, certainly, but they're very interchangeable. Uh, you know, anybody can shoot from any place on the court, and, you know, when you play defense, you rotate and you help each other out. Well, I'd like you to begin thinking about prayer as a kind of a basketball team where you, you know you might have the ball in this moment you might be the one shooting or you might rely on someone else to to take that shot and really what it is is a community event we don't often think of prayer as a community event but look at what happens um, in the story of Jehoshaphat uh, in verses three and four he says that he ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting so he gathered people to pray with him and then in verse 4 it says, So the people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. And then, you know, records uh, Jehoshaphat's prayer for us. But at the end of that prayer it says that all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, with their wives, and with their children. The, the author of this story makes it a point to record to us that Jehoshaphat did not just go off into some prayer area, did not go off into a chapel, did not go off into a space where he was alone with God. He did that 
and he invited and actually more than invited he ordered everyone to join him in seeking the lord together and then when they were done praying they waited together what a powerful thing that you can walk with god and you can wait and pray together for god's response there's something very powerful when i can share my struggles with a brother when i can pray for someone else and and then have them pray for me and carry me in times of weakness and i do the same for them when they're not feeling you know particularly strong and we do that and we can empathize with one another as we are sharing our journeys together and know that we're you know we're all coming from a place of brokenness we all go through difficult things in life and then we can celebrate um you know answered prayers we can celebrate the joys of life together that is what the picture of christ-centered community uh was meant to look like so men as you listen to this who in your life knows the the most honest version of who you are who in your life knows the the ins and outs the details who in your life knows when 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 you're off you know your game a little bit and and they can call you on that you see we have brothers in life groups that have journeyed together for many years and i and i'll walk into these life groups and they don't even have to say a word and they'll, they'll say hey hey bob I, I know you're going through something right now tell us what's happened they'll just kind of draw it out of them because they know them they know each other they've been praying for one another um and so i'm going to encourage you men especially we like to do the solo thing we like to run the track we like to compete against ourselves against the clock and 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 that you know and, and measure ourselves against others but what if we were more like that basketball squad where we start sharing the ball where we start you know passing where we start delegating where we start um you know relying on each other what would it look like if you were in that type of christ-centered community if you're not that's going to transform your life and so i would say do whatever it takes to get into that community it might mean you know opening yourself up and joining and jumping into a life group and making yourself vulnerable to that and, and making space for that it might mean if you're already in the life group that really i mean really let the guys in on where you're at not just give them the fluff answers but let them dive into the most honest spaces of your life it might mean that you really have to um, dig a little deeper and, and get uncomfortable uh, but i think that's the transformative part of being in community. And so, man, I would encourage you to do that as you continue on reading the story to find Christ-centered community around you.